today I'm talking to Sarah James, CEO of Alec Club. We're chatting about the big news about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck reuniting and getting married this week. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, Trelawney. So I know you know quite a bit about this story and the backstory in terms of Jennifer and Ben's relationship. So give us an opinion straight off the bat as to how you feel about them getting married. Well, I'm a big fan girl of Jennifer Lopez. I watched her um, special recently on Netflix. I thought she's absolutely amazing. She's a powerhouse, strong woman. So important to say that I'm a big fan. Um, Don't really know too much about Ben when he's not around Jen. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, I just, I'm delighted that she's happy and she looks on all of her, you know, press this week. I think she'd done some from her own site as well. Um, she looked delighted. So I'm really, really buzzing for them. I think it's, it's great news. It's a good, it's a good result. And I hope this is this, this is it for them. How do you feel? I, um, I have slightly mixed feelings um and I guess coming from a a coaching perspective probably obviously I'm very very happy for them I'm very happy that um she may have have found the right one and I hope so it's just I feel that they are very very different people um it does seem that um Ben you know he he's obviously had his struggles and he does he does kind of live life on the wild side a little um and that does seem to he's in his 50s now i think 50 i i believe around that age. i think he's just 50 isn't he he's just coming up to 50 yeah perhaps perhaps everything will change but you know i think his lifestyle is very different to jen in terms of she feels just so full of vitality and positivity and self-motivation and really clean living. Now, obviously, I'm just looking from the outside in. I don't know for sure, but it seems as though they're very different in the way that they live their lives. And obviously, this was a problem, it seems, first time round, if it's true that it was the um, the trip to the strip club and, and what may or may not have happened there that caused the breakup last time and obviously there would have been other stuff going on in the background so I hope so I just I feel that they're very very different and sometimes that can work but I do feel that in relationships we have the most healthy and fulfilling relationships when we do have a lot of shared values and we do have a fairly similar way of living life what do you think of that? Yeah, they are very different. I, you know, he seems quite vulnerable to me, um, if you can, you know, class him as that. I know that it's too strong a word, but but then I think she also has a similar vulnerability, um, you know, to, to be who she is and to do what she does as a woman in the world and to be so incredibly successful. She is a hard, tenacious worker. You know, we don't really see that side of Ben or maybe we expect it, uh, which is which is unfair. And I know he's had you know, some of his issues and Jennifer's been broken hearted. But I think what they've both done is they've tried to get out there and to live and to love. And even after, you know, the breakup, well, you know, before that, when they got together and, um, you know, he was on one of her, they met making a film and he was on one of her 
videos her music videos and they looked so in love she even wrote a song about him I mean this is really romantic stuff who wouldn't be addicted to that but how long can you sustain a relationship at that level in the glare of the public eye you know that was really what I thought at the time and it looked so glamorous but I'm sure it wasn't fun a lot of the time um you know, we see pictures of Adele now with her chap and he looks really miserable getting onto a yacht this week, but she looks over the moon. But is that because she's the showgirl and he's the normal guy thinking, why are all these people in my face? It's a difficult life to live in the glare of publicity of the press. Um, I think that as women generally, you know, going back to, to, to Ben and Jennifer, we are leaders, you know, and maybe he needs her stability. Maybe he needs her drive and her passion and her enthusiasm for, for things, the family. You know, she's a fantastic mum. And I would imagine she's a fun uh, girlfriend as well. She looks to me like she'd be great to be around. So then the question for me is, what does she get from, from Ben? You know, maybe she's going to get from him the surety that he will be around, that he is going to, you know, be the one who stays forever, who they, they can raise all of their children together in a similar way. Um, so it, it is about an exchange of I've got this, you've got that, let's bring together. They may not be the same, as you said, they are opposites possibly, but um, if, if it works, then then brilliant. You know, let's, we, let's see. We're in the fortunate position of being able to watch it all unfold. Uh, you know, for, for anybody who's been in the public eye has had relationship breakdowns and makeups, it's, it's all out there for everyone to see. Uh, and it's that the pain is with them that we won't necessarily know about. We don't know what happens behind closed doors in any relationships, do we, really? No. Um, and according to a study from Match.com in 2016, 54% of Brits do actually end up back with an ex after a breakup um, within five years. Um, and a separate US study from 2013 showed similar figures. So mm. over 50% of people claiming that they got back together with an ex following a breakup. So I was looking into why, why this happens. You know, if we've decided it hasn't worked at one stage, why do we go back for more? Um, popular reasons are optimism, just thinking the partner has changed or will change, and um, nostalgia for a past relationship when we're going through a rough patch or when life is feeling a bit stale. And it does seem to be um, a pattern with Jen. A few times she's done this where somebody has really hurt and humiliated her as her last partner um, did, A-Rod. A um, I don't know what's, what that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, he had humiliated her. It was so sad. I don't... You, know, you can't imagine why anybody would want to cheat on Jennifer Lopez, but there we go. Um, and same happened when she was embarrassed by Ben's behaviour. Both times she's gone back to somebody that she's known in her past and yeah. moved on very quickly with them and married them very quickly. And mm. so it's almost as though she does um, need that security of somebody. She doesn't perhaps have very much time alone when these breakups happen and she has this heartache she does look for perhaps that 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 security of somebody that knows her well and and 
I guess she she hopes that things will be better and she believes in them that, that they've changed. So she obviously does really believe in love and she does have that optimism. I Definitely. I think, you know, talking about getting back with exes and one of the main reasons was, you know, optimism was nostalgia, was familiarity, I think, is the other one for me. It's if it's somebody you're familiar with, even if you've not seen them and they're a friend for years, you jump straight back to where you left off if they've been a good friend, don't you? It all feels very easy. So the thing is, as she will be asking, well, they will have already asked themselves these questions. What have we learned from our previous relationship? How will we do it differently this time and make it better? Some couples can do that. You know, I know a couple who were married for 28 years. They divorced. Six years later, they got back together again and married. And they've now been married for another 15 years. And they're completely different as a couple. You know, they're very romantic. They've obviously, they're very attentive. They've obviously learned from their previous mistakes and took all the great things from that relationship, um, you know, reevaluated and reviewed the bad things and made them better. And it's working for them. So, you know, we have hot headedness and stubbornness in our youth, which tends to sort of roll away. And we realize what's really important as we get into our 50s. Um, you know, so I think that that probably has a bearing on it. You know, we talked about A-Rod. You, you mentioned him earlier and saying that he cheated, etc. We don't know what was going on behind the scenes there because she was with Ben very, very quickly after the, the alleged cheating incident, you know, with A-Rod. So I wonder whether he wasn't insecure because he already knew that she was in touch with her ex, you know. Um, we don't know what happened there. But she very quickly, as you said, bounced back to a familiar person, somebody who knew her, somebody who'd been in a relationship with her previously, as she did, you know, when she when she broke up with Ben, she bounced over to Mark Anthony, who she'd known for a long, long time. And within months, they were married um, and subsequently had their family. So it's incredibly interesting and intricate. And, you know, we're speculating on, on a lot of things. Um but, you know, human behavior, as you all know, um, is pretty typical, um, isn't it, in these in these things? Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that it's wise to try to give ourselves a break between relationships? Or do you think it really it really doesn't matter? You know, if if somebody realizes that they're ready to move on very quickly you you don't really need to kind of give it too much thought. I mean, for me, I always think that a, a period of healing and getting to know yourself again is really important. But obviously, you can't plan for when somebody's going to come into your life. And it may be that within weeks, you have met somebody else. It's just, yeah, I guess I feel that that, that moment to be yourself again um, mm. is really important. I, I agree with you. I think it, it, it can't always plan it that way, can you? I mean, if I was single and, um, you know, trying to enjoy my healing time and my getting to know myself and Bradley Cooper knocked to the door, I wouldn't be single for long. Do you know what I'm saying? And you've got to kind of jump at some opportunities when they come up because they're so amazing. Maybe that's how they felt. Maybe they just thought, do you know what? The time is right. At the end of the day, we're only answerable to each other, aren't we? We're not answerable to anybody else when we're in a relationship generally. Um, you might be answerable to the kids if you're embarrassing them and jumping about doing silly things, but uh, that's part of the contract, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, 
I think it is important to have your own time. I always say to my clients, the best time to know who you are and what you want is when you're single. That's the time to sit down and think, right, what will work for me? And we often make up what will work for us based on what won't work for us. So we say, well, I know I don't want that and I don't want that, but I wouldn't mind a sprinkle of this, but I absolutely cannot have somebody being like that in my life. So that's a great time when you're single to sit down and do that exercise to, you know, to, to be with your friends, to do things on your own. I just spoke to a lady this week who's been on a walking holiday in, in Italy uh, on her own. She had the most amazing time. You know, she's spoken to people she would never have spoken to. And she said, you know, I want adventure in my life and I'm looking for a partner who also would embrace that. So it does help you to find who you truly are. We do a lot of mirroring in relationships um especially women because we you know designed to please you know we're we're raised to to be the good girl and to do the things that everybody else you know make everybody else happy if you spend too much time mirroring somebody else you do lose yourself so it's a great opportunity um to to just return back to find who 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 you are I don't think she's done a lot of that but from when watching her documentary Jennifer I I thought she seems really together. She seems to be a great mom. She's very open. She's very loving. I don't think anything about her was contrived. And I love that. So maybe she already knows. Or maybe she just thinks, you know, well, hey, whatever. I'm in my 50s. I'm not getting any younger. I mean, she looks absolutely amazing. She's never going to look as as good as she does now, let's face it. Um, she's at her peak and we thought that five, ten years ago she's still there and I think you know, all kudos to her for, for going for it, for getting into this relationship, for giving it a go I'm, I'm a chaser of romance you, you know that Shalorni so I'd, I'd say you go girl So um, if somebody is listening and they're thinking about giving a partner another chance after a, a period of being apart, what's what are your kind of, I guess, top three pieces of advice? Sit down and talk about, you know, why you broke up in the first place. What were the issues? Get down to the nitty gritty of what were the things that split us apart and how are we going to reach a compromise or a solution towards us not being in that place again? It's as simple as that. You know, you show each other respect and kindness and um, you try to move forward positively, but you have to you you have to dig deep into what those issues were that drove you apart. If it's trust issues, you have to work on the trust. You know, if it's a behavioural thing where sometimes you know people will be unfaithful, and it is forgivable. Um, it's entirely a personal choice, but you may need um, reassurance. You know, so that other person need to may need to work on their communication and reassurance skills. Um, so I, I think it's really those, the, the three bits of advice would be sit down, talk it out, talk it out some more and be prepared to revisit it whenever it comes up so that it doesn't become an issue again. Um, some couples get back together. It doesn't quite work out, but I think they've done a great job giving it a try. Uh, you invest a lot in a relationship. You know, I've got clients who invested years in relationships and then they come out of them and they're very jaded and and they're very downbeat and we don't seem to see much of that with Jen and Ben they're back on a high they're they're married already they had a very simple wedding in Vegas and I have no doubt they've had those conversations you know Jennifer is a talker she likes to communicate 
So he will have had to, you know, learn to do that if he doesn't do it already. Um, they got a good chance of making it work if they can talk, you know. I think you definitely have to let go of past hurts as well, don't you? Sure. When you start a new relationship with a new person, you have to leave your past hurt behind um, for it to have any chance of working. So in the same way, if you start a relationship with somebody that you've been in a relationship before, you have to you have to um, do that emotional work and leave any past hurt behind, don't you? Otherwise, yeah. um, you know, you can't start with any resentment. So I think that would probably be one of my um, most important pieces of advice is that if you do mm. go back in, it has to be with fresh eyes and um, a, a new heart, you know, in terms of you're not carrying that hurt around with you this time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, after 20 years, these two are very different people. You know, look how much we change. Change. I, I banned my children from, from even thinking about marriage until they were 30. Um, because you don't really know who you are or what you want out of life and, and so forth. So how difficult is it then to choose a partner you're going to be with forever? So you know, they all laugh at me, but they generally agree. And, you know, my son got married at exactly 30, phoned me when he was 29 and said, how do you feel about me, you know, um, proposing to my girlfriend? And I said, I'm absolutely over the moon for you. So, you know, they're together. They're very strong. I'm happy for them. But we change. If he'd made that same decision at 20, I have no doubt they'd be going through some huge troubles. And he wasn't emotionally mature enough. Some people are. It all depends on the people. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. If you're going into to a, a, the same relationship a second time around 20 years later, you're going to be different people. So hopefully you'll have the maturity to be able to discuss the previous problems, to put them to bed and make new agreements and build a new foundation for something amazing to be built on. Yeah. Well, it's exciting for um, Jennifer and Ben and we're hoping, we're wishing them the absolute best and we hope that this is the love story that Jennifer's been waiting for because she deserves it. She works hard, as you say, she's a really family-orientated woman and and Ben as well. I mean, I've seen some interviews with him and he does come across as, as very vulnerable and um, there was a sadness about him. And so I hope that this is going to be his happy ever after too. Yeah, and I think as well they've done it quite quite gracefully. I do, you know, I, I did see that, um, you know, he had told uh, Jennifer Garner that um, he was getting married and, you know, they'd had that conversation and she was very happy for them and and... You know, he, she went off on holiday when they got married, so she'd be out of the, the eye of the press. So I think as a joint family, um, Jennifer will be an amazing stepmom. And I'm sure, you know, he you see him around with his, with his children. I'm sure he'll be an, an amazing stepdad. Nobody really uses that saying anymore, do they? It's a bit 1960s, the whole step thing. But they're going to co-parent a blended family. Yes. Um, and I think they'll, they'll do it really well. So, um, yeah. I, I, I just, I'm just really happy for them. And let's hope this is it. Let's hope we still see them. You know, there was, um, there was, a, I can't remember his name, the guy, Michael Douglas's father, Kirk Douglas, with his wife in the airport going somewhere. They were both in these, in these wheelchairs and um, tootling along going somewhere, holding hands. And I thought, gosh, how amazing. They were in the 70s and 80s. And this is a few years back. And I just thought, gosh, isn't that, 
what you want, to be still clutching onto someone's hand in your dotage with all of that history and all those memories behind you. Those are the things that tie you together. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, I have loved talking to you as always. We'll be talking again very soon. So have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you for all your words of wisdom. (laughs) Thanks, Trelawney, and yours. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.